I love you too much. You love me just enough. We're women. We're married. We're millennials. And we work together. We're writing our own script for love, life, and everything in between. Join us each week as we keep it gully, aka real, and share a unique take on sex, grief, shame, and everything your mom told you not to discuss in mixed company. We're navigating life by our own rules. This is Love You Just Enough with Can and Cal. Welcome to the preview episode of the Love You Just Enough podcast. Oh my gosh, it's here. This has been a long time in the making. And now that we are quarantined for what feels like the past 85 months, (laughs) uh, we figured let's make some moves to bring you some content that will hopefully enhance your conversations and thoughts surrounding black lesbian love and how to balance working together, loving together, and meeting common goals. We figured instead of consuming all of the content, let's make some content, right? Yes. So Let's get into it. Candace, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. Well, first, I'm honored to be the wife of the most talented and generous woman in the world. I believe that I am probably your number one fan. Um, I mean, come on. I love Uh, you. I love you too. Uh, so a little bit about me. I am a laid back introvert from Brooklyn, New York, repping Brooklyn. Uh, I'm a first generation college graduate of Caribbean heritage. So my mom is from Trinidad and Tobago and my father is from Jamaica. Uh, and I was raised by my mother who served as a single parent, but I wouldn't have known the difference of one versus two parents because she sacrificed so much to make sure that I never needed for anything, even when everything was really tough. Mm -hmm. Um, my mom is an outstanding human that I admire more and more each day that I get older. I was also raised with the love and support of my guardian angels, uh, in my grandparents and my aunts and uncles and cousins. And I cherish them as well. I'm the oldest of four siblings. Mm-hmm. And oldest child? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I have all of the qualifications of an older child. Um, <laughs> I would say that now that we reside in Austin, Texas, at least for what, nine years now? Yep, nine yeah. years this past June. Yeah, mm-hmm. nine years. You know, I definitely treasure the moments that I get to spend with them in person, um, but I treasure the moments that I get to talk to them and FaceTime. Thank goodness for technology. Uh, and I couldn't love them anymore if I tried. Uh, all in all, one might just say that I'm family-oriented, right? Okay. <laughs> Majorly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm strong-minded. I'm compassionate. I am service-oriented. I'm still learning new things about myself each day. And that's a little bit scary. But it's also exciting all yeah. at the same time. So, you know, that's who I am. That's but... Enough about me. 
Kelly, the listeners want to know about you, so who are you? Okay, well, first and foremost, I am the wife of the most amazing person on the planet, one Candace Brown. Copycat. I I know, I know, but (laughs) I just had to say it because it's true. Um, I am what I like to call an extroverted introvert uh, (laughs) from the Bronx. Uh, Many days I feel like a kid trapped in an adult's body, and other days I feel like an adult trying to grasp that child and never let her go. Um, So that is me in a nutshell. I consider myself a lifelong learner that was an avid consumer of pop culture. I still am, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, From the time I was young, I loved watching movies and television. And I was that kid that used to imagine myself exploring the Beast Library from Beauty and the Beast because I was such a voracious reader, which I'm trying to get back into being. Um, or I'd be in my godmother's house gliding on her waxed wooden floors <laughs> in my socks, in socks pretending to be Nancy Kerrigan uh, and ice skating all across her living room. Um, all the while, I never saw anyone that was like me in all the pop culture that I consumed. I mm-hmm. never saw someone that was a young, black, Puerto Rican, Mexican girl living with her <laughs> mom and grandma in New York City. So it wasn't until much later in life when I realized that I could sit and wait to see myself represented, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, for a long time I did. and. I would just eat up all sorts of representation that, you know, felt like it was anything similar to me um, and really cherish that and almost put it up on this pedestal, which Mm -hmm. was kind of dangerous uh, and destructive. I learned later and, of course, we'll get into uh, in in future episodes. Um, Or I could represent and speak for myself. And really, that's what we're doing here. Uh, One of my favorite documentaries is the Black Love series. By Cody Elaine and Tommy Oliver. I love that uh, this couple in love, this black couple in love, Mm -hmm. decided to make a documentary about black love. And it's just so amazing to even rewatch episodes that I know we've watched like two, three times and hearing beautiful and real stories about black love because we're living black love, right? We're living proof of that. And I lived for the one lesbian couple that was profiled (laughs) on that show. Um, And I thought, wait, 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 wait. There's more of us, right? And it shouldn't be on this heterosexual couple to own telling our stories. Like, we need to tell our stories. And so there's room for that. While we're not the voice for all black lesbian couples. Absolutely. um, We are just one of many voices. And we want to amplify our voice and hopefully the voices of others. So each week we're going to be bringing you our story from our unique perspectives. So, Candace, let's talk a little bit about how we met all those years ago. Sure. It's one of my favorite topics. <laughs> we met in college in 2004. Seems like ages ago. Mm-hmm. But we didn't really get to know each other until the earlier parts of 2007. And we quickly became best friends after that. You struck me as the shy type, which attracted me to your spirit. You had a story that I felt was deep behind your eyes that I needed to know more about. (laughs) And I often tell you that that mystery is what drew me in. But what keeps me here is your authenticity. 
speed it up a little bit to the summer of 2008, and that's where the magic began. I fell deep in love after spending every moment that I could with you while we worked on campus that summer. I look forward to sharing with the audience a little bit more about the details of our meeting, how we have learned and loved each other over what has now been over 11 years. Oh my gosh, 11 years. Saying it out loud sometimes feels so bananas to me because it feels just like yesterday. You know, we met in the basement of our residence hall and I remember your smile lighting up the room and it still does to this day. Uh, There was the first thing that I noticed about you was your smile and as I got to know you I learned about the truly extraordinary person that you are and realized that I had found my very best friend like the search was over (laughs) but I never thought in a million years that you would become my girlfriend fiance and now my wife of six years. You didn't believe it. I definitely didn't believe yeah, it. Yeah, no, you definitely did not believe it. <laughs> there is a story there. We'll share with you all soon. Absolutely. But when it happened, it honestly was like God spoke to me and said, Duh, she's the one you've been praying for. You're welcome. <laughs> and what can I say? Uh, God was right. And throughout our journey, we have learned and continue to learn more about ourselves, each other, and the marriage we're trying to build one brick at a time. And as we build, we definitely don't believe in hoarding our experiences. We believe in sharing our story and what we've learned in hopes that our honest conversations will help someone else. Mm-hmm. I hope that someone listening right now feels like they just found two new friends (laughs) that they can hang out with every week. And I hope that you do. This won't be a one-way relationship, though. Mm -mm. And so the only way that this is going to work is if we also hear from you. We want to know your thoughts, the things that are keeping you up at night, the lingering questions that are in your head that you may not be able to ask anyone else in your life. Exactly. And during each episode, we'll bring you a new topic like answering your partner's emotional calls. What is an emotional call? Who's calling? Your partner. Answer the phone. (laughs) Vulnerability, sex, communication, intimacy, and anything else you want to talk about. We'll talk about our imperfect journey and, as my wife likes to say, how we are works in progress. I have definitely hijacked that saying from you. I'm just saying. That's okay. You can have it. (laughs) So we'll be back in about two weeks with our very first full episode. And in the meantime, we put together a playlist of some hits that we enjoy that we hope you will as well. So if you have Spotify, if you don't, download it and search for Love You Just Enough podcast. And you'll listen to some of the wonderful music that we've enjoyed over the course of many years. We also want to hear from our listeners. So email us any questions that you might have, and also any topic suggestions for our future episodes. And our email address is loveyoujustenough at gmail.com. For all of you social media folks, you can definitely follow us on Instagram. My name on Instagram is Mrs. Candace Brown. And mine is Mrs. Kelly Ann Brown. So we look forward to going on this journey with y'all. And thanks so much for listening. Exciting. Exciting.